Hello, and welcome to Innate Life Reclamation Podcast. Join us to listen in to get more in tune with the inborn magnificence in our world, in our bodies, and in our lives. I'm Dr. Lona Cook. And I'm Dr. Danny Otis. Our mission is to help people reconnect to their inner wisdom and use it in their everyday lives to transform their well being by having real conversations clinical insights, and opportunities for you to apply your own inborn intelligence to your everyday life. So start now by tuning in and turning on to the full potential of your body and life. Hey guys, welcome back. Today's topic is what brings people into the chiropractor for the first time. And who better to ask that question to than Dr. Danny, who sees almost all of our new patients on their first visit. And first visits are interesting because a lot of times people feel uncomfortable or a little nervous or wondering what it's going to be like, or maybe they're scared of the chiropractor, which, you know, interesting sometimes to hear the stories of what people are willing to do rather than see a chiropractor. Um, But not everyone. Some people love it. So Dr. Danny, what do you think when you think about the very first time someone sets foot in their office, what are some of the main things that you hear on that first visit? I'd say the main things we probably hear, I think the most common one would be like some sort of low back pain, whether that's sciatica, um, you know, they have like a slipped disc where they're having trouble either standing, sleeping, walking, working, whatever it is. Um, obviously neck pain, headaches, migraines, um, a more common one too, also like ringing in the ears. I feel like that's been pretty common lately. And I think the most interesting thing is when people start to come in, I feel like they almost come in in waves. So like a couple months ago, we had a ton of low back stuff all at the same time where I felt like I carried in like three people from their car and it was like in the same week. And then a couple weeks later, we had a ton of people with like vertigo or dizziness and migraines like that. So it's, it's really interesting just to kind of notice the patterns and waves, just like we always like to talk about, like you know, the ebbs and flows of life. It's interesting to see people come in within a week, usually with very similar symptoms. Um, but those are probably some of the most common things that we notice come into our office, mm-hmm. especially as adults. And with kids can be a lot of different things. I think as babies, right. we'll see, you know, poor, poor, um, like affect or the child just seems uncomfortable. So colic, whatever you want to label it, where the mom's like, something's not right. Um, that is definitely something, or they're favoring one side that the baby has a trouble turning one way. Um, maybe they had a challenging birth or a C-section. Um, if they're a little bit older, it could be things like poor sleep, poor digestion, like mm-hmm. they're not pooping. Um, those are common things, ear infections and the on and on and on. So one of the things that I, I joke with patients sometimes in that first visit when I get to do it is that one of the criticisms of chiropractic sometimes is that we think we can help with everything. And we do think that. Absolutely. Um, and so <laughs> one of the reasons, you know, I, I jokingly say it is because, you know, when we're hearing all these different symptoms that the person is wanting help with, and now every once in a while, we get a patient that comes in that says, I just want to take better care of myself. And we're like, wonderful. Yeah. Um, get it. <laughs> yeah. But when, when they're coming in and they're telling us all these symptoms, you know, we're listening to them. And part of what we're listening for is just to hear, okay, what's their body trying to tell them? What, what symptoms are they perceiving? That is their nervous system's way of trying to send their brain some feedback or communication. And then how does that relate to 
the various spinal nerves and the locations of those spinal nerves and how would that relate to their structure of their spine. Um, so Danny, when you're sleuthing around asking questions on that first visit, how do you start to connect the dots back to the spine for the person? Well, I think the biggest thing is just being able to recognize that this didn't just usually happen overnight. I mean, very few people who come in, it's it's like an auto accident or let's say they just got, you know, hit weird in a football game or a hockey game, whatever it is. It's it's very unusual that it's just like that. It, it happens over time and we live in this unnaturally stressed world. And when stress gets placed on our body, the nervous system is what handles and deals and copes with that stress. And when our body's unable to overcome that, um, whether it's from a lot of little things, let's say sitting at your desk all day, every day for nine hours a day for 30 years, you know, what does that look like on your body compared to someone who, you know, just got hit by a car is probably pretty similar, honestly. So um, just being able to recognize that and then um, essentially relating that back to the spine, because if that's dealing with all those stresses and it can't overcome that, how do we work through that to be able to get your body to restore that natural function where it's not constantly in that stress, that sympathetic state that we've talked about in previous episodes, where your body's just producing all this stress hormones and essentially just getting less well. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I I like I'm visual with some of this too. So if we grab a spine, you know, when kids are in there, they're like, is that a dinosaur? But when we look at the, um, the spinal bones and the alignment there, you know, I kind of for me, a, a analogy that fits is, okay, when they tell us the symptoms and we're listening and okay, maybe there's some upper body stuff going on. Maybe you do a vertigo, maybe headaches, maybe neck pain. And you've also noticed like you're constipated and your periods are out of whack. Okay. So we've got symptoms kind of throughout the body, um, throughout that, um, you know, chart, we call it a Merrick chart. Um, of how the, how the spinal cord is organized around those spinal nerves as they exit and go to the organs. As I think about that, I realize that, okay, the spinal cord and the nerves are really delicate and what's protecting that the bones of the spine, that's your armor around these incredibly important aspects of how your body operates, which is the nerves. Mm-hmm. And when we think about how our body functions, it's almost like it's an instrument. It's an instrument for this electromagnetic conduction. And, you know, we call the podcast innate reclamation because innately our system is always trying to adapt and do its best to be resilient and communicate so that life can exist. So when I look at somebody on the table, I'm looking at their body as an instrument. And it just like a guitar, if we twisted the tuning aspects of the guitar and I tried to play a note and then I twisted it harder, I would play a different tone out of that string, right? Well, our spinal cord is kind of like the strings of the guitar. So if we're really out of balance up top or down below or both, you know, how that tone or frequency or magnetism and electricity is is conduiting through our nerves or our spinal cord is going to be different because of the nature of how we're tuned or how we're torqued. Um, And so that's where Dr. Dini and I start to learn how to assess what they're walking in with, what their body looks like in its presentation, all the other things we do in our initial exam, but then try and help essentially you play your instrument better by Mm -hmm. doing the adjustments to change how that um, nervous system is 
communicating. Yeah. And just like you said, with the, the suit of armor and, and tuning the guitar, right? If you think about a guitar, there's six tuning places at the top. I, I'm not a guitar guy, so I can't give you the proper terms, but there is hundreds and hundreds of, we'll say, attachment sites all along the spinal cord, stemming out, attaching all those vertebrae. And what happens when that suit of armor isn't moving, working, or like you said, um, just kind of fixed or subluxated in a way that is not going to allow that that tone to express properly. And essentially that tone is just going to the brain. And if the brain's getting a distorted signal, you're going to have a distorted signal going through your body. And when that's left alone long enough, that's when those, we'll say dysfunctions or stress or unnatural tone, um, it just manifests as symptoms. So what's so great about chiropractic is it's, yeah, one, it's great for getting people out of pain, but the best part about chiropractic is really helping to restore that, you know, unnatural stress back to a positive state. So then your body can integrate that stress and then function properly. Mm -hmm. So, I mean, yeah, the cool thing about symptoms are it's usually the last thing to come on and first to go, but we help restore that natural function for that body so that you are getting that proper tone. You're getting those proper signals in your body so that it can go everywhere in your body. And then it's really just an overall wellness strategy to help your body function at its best. I mean, life strategy. It's a yeah, life strategy. I had this at a conference. I was speaking to a bunch of chiropractors, but I said using chiropractic for pain relief only is like buying a car and using it just for the air conditioning. So yeah, the air conditioning works. Yes. Chiropractic helps many people with pain relief. It's not a bad thing. It does work, but there's so much more to it. You can get so many more benefits out of routinely having, um, chiropractic adjustments to ensure that your body is adapting and functioning and at its most resilient. Um, and that to me is like why you'd buy the race car. You know, you're trying Mm -hmm. to get the most out of your life, live as much of as much life in the years that you have. Um, and so we want to use proactive strategies, just like you hear, you know, you can't just eat a banana and think that you've eaten healthy for the rest of your life. You can't just move your body once and think that you're going to stay fit. You know, everything that's good for you, good for you is really a process. Um, it should be done repetitiously. Yeah. Everyone's got a different need and depending on the strains and stressors in your life, it would look different for each person, but there are benefits to be had by learning how to, um, find those things that help keep you living your best life. So we hope that this was enlightening about why people seek us out. Mm -hmm. Literally, probably almost everything has walked through our doors. And, you know, if we think you're not meant to be here, we'd let you know. But if you have a nervous system and a spinal cord, which probably meant to be here. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) And there's some life force coursing through you, you know, this might be a good fit for you. Yeah. Thanks for joining us at Innate Life Reclamation Podcast. We hope you found tips and tricks to start incorporating innate into your everyday life because it is in your everyday life, whether you see it or not. You can find both Dr. Danny and myself at cookchirocenter.com or on any of our social media. And we'd love for you to share our podcast and leave us a review. Thanks for listening.